On today's episode, we talk Korean bikinis, secret Facebook pages, and when your winter coat tries to bankrupt you. All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. Help me out, almighty Lori Beth Denberg. Give me the vital information so I get the red light to do, yeah. The church of Lori Beth is in session, and we're reading from the scriptures of vital information. Talk to my goddess and my savior, my LBT. Just tell me what's going on with me. Oh my god. I'm Lori Beth Denberg, and welcome to Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. With me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Clark Roser. Hello. Hello, Clark. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Hopefully, our audience is hearing me correctly. Yes, this we... is our, our first podcast back from the horrible audio <laughs> issues we had. Yes, so I want to thank everyone who's here, who made it through. The episodes with horrible audio, but I want to let you know how we fixed it. Yeah. We um, flew in mm -hmm. a very prestigious, very accomplished audio technician. Yes, yes. And so we did a test. He told us what to do, and then we did a, a test with him. Clark did. Yeah. And I want to play that for you now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's play this. Okay, here it is. So how was school? It was good. Yeah. Did you learn anything? I learned, I learned that um, 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 animals hibernate. Yeah. Because a animals hibernate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do they do? They hibernate. Bears hibernate. Oh yeah. And they go dead as, and in the winter they can't get any they, food. They can't get any food. <laughs> I yes. can't stand How it. crazy! <laughs> do they just sleep all day? Yes, sometimes some bears do that. Oh. Some bears can find food, but not all bears. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, I think that's a good enough test. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. He was already halfway out of the house. So that was um, that uh, very prestigious uh, audio technician was Clark's son, Lex, yes, aged he's five. Five years old. Five and a half. Five, five and, and a half. half. Yeah, more Excuse so. Me. More so because his birthday is in, in April. April. So uh, he's like five and three quarters oh, now. Dear, that's oh, not man. cool. Um, so, yes, he did that pressing interview about school <laughs> and, about uh, and, and hibernation yeah and clark played it for me and i was like well this has to go right in the show right so he is a, as cute as the cutest button <laughs> could be in the world he is pretty cute but you know uh he's talking about in that interview uh information that he's learned from kindergarten which has all been here at the house it's yeah, been remote he, he hasn't know, gone into kindergarten yeah he doesn't know any difference yeah than that this is school yeah he just thinks this is school is lo logging in on his ipad and uh having a bunch of people yelling on a zoom meeting yeah which is so i mean it's and yet he still learned about hibernation he did learn about hibernation so maybe it's not as bad as we're thinking i guess not but it's <laughs> interesting to think that there's a whole, you know, group of kids now yeah. that are growing up. Hopefully it won't be that long until we're able to go back to school. We are right. able to go back to school. Right, right. But um, yeah, that that's all he knows. Just like there are kids who are born that 
don't know a world without Twitter. Yeah, it's you true. Know? Yeah. There are kids that are born that don't know a world without computers being everywhere. Yeah. So it's uh it's definitely a a, a weird experience trying to help him because I have to sit through every kindergarten class. Yes. You know, are you able to keep up? I can keep up a little bit, but usually I'm uh, secretly hiding my iPad and just playing games. <laughs> but every once in a while, does the teacher say Clark? <laughs> He doesn't. She does not. No, <laughs> no. But uh, anyway, uh, how, we're doing good. Uh, would you like to get into some questions for today? I would. OK, let's do it. Let's get into some bad advice. Here we go. Uh, question number one. I'm I was very happy. You know, before we get into the questions, I do want to say uh, I'm very excited. We're getting a lot more questions. I feel maybe we're reaching a bigger audience and Ooh, more good, people good, are good. sending in questions so i'm very happy i hope everyone continues to log on to our facebook and our website you can leave messages in a multiple multiple different ways and we have four different messages today from four different uh places Whoa. so uh question number one is actually from facebook someone left a message on our facebook page asking you how do i avoid talking about politics over the holidays how do you avoid it when you may have an in-law that will really goad you into talking about politics that you know you disagree on? Uh, that was from Rich. Rich. Yeah. What's up, Rich? <laughs> um, yeah, people are gross. Yeah. Uh, it, we're all maybe getting a, a little break from this due to this terrible pandemic right. of COVID. So... If you are on a Zoom call with a horrible in-law that wants to goad you, it's like, oh, mute. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're breaking up. Your audio's bad. Maybe you should log out and not log back in. <laughs> but um, other than that, this is a, a difficult thing. Yeah, totally. You know, it's easy enough to say to somebody who you disagree with, not agree to disagree, mm -hmm. but to say, that's not a topic we're going to talk about. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And maybe that's the key. Maybe it is just it's not about, you know, wishy-washy. Maybe we should. Maybe maybe it's just find topics of conversation with this person that, you know, have nothing to do with politics. Yeah. If they collect Pez dispensers, talk about Pez dispensers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Rich is saying, what if you have someone that goads you into yeah, it? Well, so what I would say is turn the conversation away that they will want to end it you know right even if it's not true be right. like well we could talk about that but tell me about your impotence <laughs> your wife says you haven't been able to pleasure her in about 40 years i love that so i and he, if your father-in-law doesn't want to talk about that right say well that's what we're talking about yeah that's wonderful it's like a, a a new form of gaslighting that includes insulting too yes exactly insulting and gaslighting at the same time i love yeah, that and just anything anything well part of this is like a hilarious joke and part of it isn't yeah. because you might be able to get through to that person like this is offensive what you're trying to goad me into this is not what i'm interested in that's true and so I, here let me give you a taste of what that's like as as quick as i am to try and uh go to the make fun of them category uh i do have to bring up uh you know karen had a, a really deep conversation in a in a sports bar of all places with her brother years ago uh about why she defended 
uh, LGBT rights. Yeah. And uh, her brother was kind of, you know, old school and, and wasn't into it and didn't understand why she was fighting for it if she wasn't gay and all this stuff. And through that conversation, it's not that they walked away and he was like, I'm better. I'm changed. But a few weeks later, he did call her back and say, you know what? I keep thinking about our conversation. And Mm -hmm. I have to say, you made a lot of really good points. And I see why you're fighting for these people, because, you know, clearly they're real people and deserve to be uh, uh, have a nice life. Yeah. So oh, that's great. There's a possibility. Well, we that can't you, all be Karen. I know. There's no. a possibility <laughs> that you could change a person's mind, but it's just very rare. Yeah. So I would just go with, um, well, if we're going to talk about politics, what about your smelly ball syndrome? <laughs> I mean, from here, sure. I can smell it. But hopefully, hopefully you won't be getting together with a big group of people yeah. or you can say, I'm feeling a little COVIDy this year, right, Uncle Whoever? Yeah, that's a good way of getting out of it. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. I like Thanks, that. Thanks, Rich. All right. So uh, that was our Facebook question. Now we move on to a question that we received on our website, AskLoriBeth.com, uh, and this is from Stella. Stella. So Stella says, uh, "Mary Beth, you are my favorite actress and comedian." <laughs> I am having a hard time in the pandemic missing going to spa day with my friends. Have you ever been to a Korean spa? It's the best. As a big Hollywood star, are you getting in home treat in home treatments like Kim Kardashian? How can I relax and have some pampering and girlfriend time while avoiding COVID-19? Okay, well, first of all... Yeah, this is Stella. No, it's not. It's my best friend, Stacey Elise, Uh who sent this question from her dog, Stella. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Which is why I got to explain why she called me Mary Beth. Okay. (laughs) I picked this because she called you Mary Beth. I thought... Stacey, oh, you're a nut Um. Stacey Elise used to do a lot of secret shops. And that's where, if you don't know... You work for a company that sends you out to restaurants. It could be restaurants. It could be hotels. It could be a dry cleaner. And you have a list of things. You're kind of like undercover. And you have a list of things, questions that you need to answer. Like, oh, I went into the, you know, I called the restaurant. Was the person answering friendly? Did they give me their name? You know, and it goes all through, say, a meal with, you know, if it's a nice restaurant, how long did it take before the valet recognized you? Were they friendly? Mm. How long did the host, you know, it's like all the stuff going through all the food and how it was served. Sure. So it was a few years ago, maybe like more than five that she came to town to uh, visit for Christmas. Okay. For the week, um, maybe more of Christmas. And <laughs> we did a different secret shop every night. Oh, wow. Oh, because also you get a budget from the company. How cool. Or they send you gift cards. So you end up doing this work, but you also get like a fancy meal. Right. So we had done a whole week's worth, different restaurants, and we... <laughs> We did one. Actually, this is holiday time. It was Christmas Eve. Okay. I'm not going to say the restaurant, but it was pretty nice. Red Lobster. And it it wasn't Red Lobster because we would not have anything bad to say about (laughs) cheesy biscuits. (laughs) Um, So we were there. We did the secret shop. It's Mm. part of it is you have to take pictures of your food. Mm. So you kind of have to do it surreptitiously. But right now it's like, yeah, people take pictures of their food all the time. Yeah, it's very common. So (laughs) after that meal on christmas eve 
secret shop, Stacio got an email from the company saying, <laughs> we received news that your secret shop was completed by famous actress, comedian, Mary Beth Denberg. What? Yes. So A, they knew you were a famous actress, comedian, but they didn't know that your name was Lori Beth Denberg. Yes. That's how famous I am. I'm wow. famous actress, comedian, Mary, Mary Beth, Beth Denberg. Denberg. So first of all, just like, they, I don't know if they figured out it was a secret shop. If uh. yeah, because we were supposed to be secretive. Yeah, but um, so they, you know, Stacy Elise was told that I was no longer allowed to do secret shops, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, because they want somebody to be completely undercover and not get any special treatment. A lot right. of times, servers, you know, do like. Hey, I grew up on you. I love you so much. And, right, you know, right. then I'm not getting if you, they normally would have spit in my coffee and just told me to fuck off. I'm not getting that. Right. Because they love the loud librarian. Right. But so she got that email saying that famous actress, comedian Mary Beth Denberg was not allowed. So, yes, right. a, I'm so famous that. My name is Mary Beth. And then I remember I laughed so hard because her response, she wrote to them and was like, fine, sorry, I didn't yeah, mean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But her response to me is like, what am I supposed to say? Everyone in LA has been an actor. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like every, so that if you're wondering why Stacey Elise's dog called me Mary Beth Denver. <laughs> and P.S. and by the way, hi, Stella, you're a good girl. Oh. Um, so the question, though, is is about uh, more Korean spas yes, and no, home about treatments. How to? Yeah, we have a group of girls, and by group I mean four. Okay, and we do a girls' weekend every year. Hopefully, we'll get to do one in 2021. Right. We luckily got 2020s in in like February. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, Under so that the wire. worked out. And. Um, we, had, we do spa days. We mm. do all that. And then a couple weeks ago, we decided to do a Zoom spa day. Mm -hmm. So we got on a Zoom call. It was supposed to be masks. Like everyone had their, you know, little, you know, metally mylar pouch with their mask in it. And the three of them did masks. And I think Stacey at least did a foot thing. I did a foot thing. I mm. soaked my feet mm. and then did a little pedicure stuff. And it was really nice. And really what it was, was us sitting down and taking the time for a couple hours to just hang out. Yeah. You know, we're used to being on Zoom when it's work and it's meetings and it's like, can I get off this? So it was really nice to just sit and be with each other at the same time we're doing something nice for ourselves. Sure, sure. My feet felt great after that. Sure, sure, sure. And um, so that was good. And she mentions Korean spas. If you have not been to a Korean spa. And if you do not have super sensitive skin, mm -hmm. I highly recommend it. I took Karen once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, you totally did. And I say that like I paid for her. I don't think I did. But <laughs> she joined the group of girls. Yeah. The Korean spa, what, what I get is they just scrub every inch of your everything. Right. And get just layers of dead skin off mm. you go into you know it has a lovely spa and you go and sit in the jacuzzi and there's a there's a, a hot jacuzzi and a hotter jacuzzi and a cold plunge oh. which there's always someone in there that's like i'm gonna try it and they put like two toes in and it's like oh shit too so, cold too cold of a wow. plunge so but then the treatment that i would get you go into like a private cubicle mm. and there is usually an older 
Korean woman in black bra and panties. It's not a bikini. It's specifically a black bra and panties. Why? And I don't know, but they are all business. You know, are you naked or are yeah. you okay? So maybe they're just trying to make you feel more comfortable, like, yeah, oh no, it's oh, definitely, you're naked, and look, I'm kind of naked too. Yeah, no, it's definitely where well, they're getting like you know, wet and all well, this sure, stuff too yeah, while yeah, it's yeah. going on, but it's it's but they could be doing that while wearing a smock, yeah, they could, yeah, it's interesting, but it's it's always a black bra and panties, huh. and then you lay on the table. And they just have these special mitts and they just go to town. Wow. And you see all the little balls of dead skin, you know, and then they pour water over you and wash it away into your front and back and side and all this kind of stuff. It's so wonderful. I I have to say, I've known you for how long? Uh, 40 years. 40 years. And throughout those 40 years, you have been in various stages of uh, uh, economic uh, uh, level stability. Right. And there have been nice uh, I'm fine times of your life. And there have been, oh, shit, I don't have enough money times of your life. Yes. No matter what the time is of your life, you always needed to go to the spa. Yeah. It was like your one main thing that you desperately need to keep yourself sane. Yeah. But when when I was uh, swimming in cash. Yes. Which, by the way, I I uh, drown in and now it's all gone. (laughs) Um I would go to like a really nice spa. Yeah, didn't you have like a a, a year pass or yes. something to a spa? I had a I had a I had a membership. A membership. But this was back in the day. I mean, this was twenty years ago. Yeah, where it was like five hundred dollars, and I could go to any of the brand. It was Burke Williams, which huh. is the super nicest. Yeah. Now it's like way more money than that. It's oh all, really? Yeah. Anyway, we can to get do it. the to do the membership. Yeah, and the okay. membership is just for one spa, and it's twenty two hundred dollars uh, per month. Like it's this whole thing. Wow. But back in the day, I would do that. But in the not so you know rich right, days, right, 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 in the lean know, years, yeah, that's when I would save up money and go get the thirty nine dollar massage. Yeah, or less. I I do like the um. In the mall, hmm. where you do the chair massage. Oh, you do the mall chair massage? I do the mall chair massage. Not necessarily the ones that are just out in the middle. Okay. Well, There's that's a, that's better then. Yeah. At least you're not in the middle of the, the mall and people are walking by you, hitting you with their uh, yeah, uh, uh, hot topic bags. <laughs> no, it's there's... um. A few that have their own like storefronts. Huh. Okay. So I I even really like that. Which which I think are more like little mini mall spas. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Cucumber right. water abounds. Sure, 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 sure. So that is my take on the Korean spa. And you know what's funny? Hmm. In quarantine. Yeah. Have you gone? I'm all no. Hmm. But that's what's funny, is it's one of the two things that I forget it's quarantine and I go, Oh, I want to go to the Korean spa. I have time tomorrow, and then I remember, no, yeah, it's not allowed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not open. I'd have to wrap myself in Saran wrap before yeah. I go. Well, no, I'm sure they're not doing it. Oh yeah, like I, I would hope they're not doing I it. Would hope but so. it's just that's one thing where I really go like, oh, and then I'm jolted back to reality. All right, well, that's awesome. Uh, I hope everyone is excited to join their local spas, and uh, let's do like do a, a new question. Yes, please. All right. We have a new question here, and this is a phone message. Somebody sent us a phone message. We got a couple of phone messages. Uh, This is from Kat. 
Hey, um, my name is Kat. I'm from New York, and I wanted to inquire about a question about money. It's not really a question for me, more so it's regarding one of my really close friends. I'm a little concerned about her spending habits. Um, she has a tendency to get drunk and order weird things on Amazon in large Ooh. bulk. <laughs> For example, she Large ordered, bulk. I think it was a pack of 100 of those sticky hands that come on the string and you like <laughs> throw it and it like slaps against the wall and then you pull it back and it like retracts back oh, into your hands. She ordered 100 of those for God knows what reason. And then the <laughs> more concerning one would be 100 or so bulk of little miniature plastic babies. That one really took me for a turn. So I want to be able to give my friend advice on how to stop doing this while she's drunk. Um, Any help would be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. All right. That was Kat. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Kat Kat. And um, wow, there's a lot to unpack there. Just the things. First of all, the tendency to buy in bulk. Yeah. To drunk buy in bulk. That's very odd. Yeah. But what you, what Kat doesn't say is, you know, do I think my friend has a drinking problem? Right. Yeah. So if your friend is drinking too much a lot, that's another issue to maybe, you know, bring up with her. But, and also the question is, I mean, on the base level, you could say, it's none of your business what she does. <laughs> yeah, true. But when you're looking at your friend, I mean, does she have money to be buying sticky hands and baby dolls in bulk? Right. That's a question. You know, if this person is also saying, can you help me pay my phone bill? Yeah. You're like, fuck no. Exactly. Ask your sticky hands. And it does sound like sticky hands and, and little plastic babies, even in bulk. Maybe she's spending five bucks. Like... Come on, for for a hundred little plastic babies, it can't be yeah. that much money. Well, but she's those are just the examples she gave us. Yeah, and they could have been the really high end little plastic babies. Yeah, but it's still it's not like she's buying bulk tires. Not and yet. There's like five hundred bucks a pop. Cat's trying to cut it off before it turns <laughs> bad. But um, I mean, obviously the you know main thing to do would be talk to your friend, right? Uh, which is uncomfortable. I've had friends talk to me about my poor spending habits mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes poor priorities regarding money. Right. It happens. Um, so that's the first thing to do, obviously, is talk to her. And you would couch that saying, you know, I love you and I'm a little worried about you. Yeah. And whether it's like, I'm a little worried how much you drink. I'm a little worried how much you spend. Mm. Um. And I'm a little worried about what you're spending it on. Right. Because there's a, there's a real psychology, I think, delving into these little plastic baby dolls. Right. Which I'm just picturing. And the sticky hands. Yeah, sticky. Yeah, it's upsetting. Yeah. And I'm just picturing, because baby dolls are creepy anyway. Exactly. So I'm just picturing this, like, plastic bag of a hundred of them with their creepy eyes right. just looking at me. Yeah. But, um, you know, Kat, talk to your friend. And be prepared for her to be defensive or to laugh about it. Or, you know, you never know what you're going to get when you go into a conversation like that. Or maybe you could uh, convince her to, like, limit it to once a week. Right. If maybe she if she can control herself and say, oh, 
I can only get drunk and shop for crazy things on Saturday nights. <laughs> Maybe it'll limit her at least or get her a little bit more into into a, a a real pattern or I don't know. Maybe it would help. My other advice is to break into her Amazon and change the password and email. <laughs> There's another good one. So that if she wants to log in to buy something, she has to go through you. Exactly. Again, my, I mean, maybe not the best way to, you know, shore up the trust in your friendship. Right. But yeah, but there will be less babies. There will. Oh, geez. We need less babies in this world. We need less baby dolls. <laughs> so creepy. But uh, yeah, it's a difficult question. I don't know, you know, in the order of issues, whether the top priority is the drinking right. or the spending right. or the what she's spending on. Right. You know, if she's trying to fill her deep, dark hole with sticky hands and baby dolls that's just not a good image yeah but you know what maybe if if she's a good friend maybe just bringing it up to her and talking to her and saying i'm I'm a little worried about it maybe that'll be good enough to make her understand and help her move on or buy your own baby dolls and look at her and say i bought these (laughs) what do you think of me buying these she could also order like a whole big bulk item of like nazi flyers or like something horrible and send them to her house and be like look this is the worst you gotta stop yeah like kind of uh fool her into thinking that she's buying racist items in bulk this is you it, in the wine there is truth they say <laughs> so uh but i do like the idea of changing her password that's a really fun <laughs> idea that's really good i i really appreciate that one thank you cat all right we're gonna have, we have one more question this is uh our last question is from instagram we had one from facebook one from our website one on phone message and now an instagram Ooh. message uh i'm so happy to be getting all these messages uh the quick one this is from nelda nicole and okay. nelda nicole asks how many boyfriends is too many? <laughs> Simple question. I guess it depends on how the boys feel. <laughs> uh, serious boyfriends? Maybe one or two if they're already pals. Right. Uh, casual? If it's all casual, you know, man, it's up to you. Yeah, sure. If you're going to match on uh, Tinder with 95 guys, yeah. first of all, if you meet any of them, don't. Yeah, wear a mask. Because you're going to get COVID. Yeah. I would say with people you really don't know, I would even wear a mask when you talk to them on the phone. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And please. if you do have sex, you got to go uh, full Hasidic, right? Like yes, the sheet with the, the hole. Exactly. You got to. Exactly. So uh, if I had to just answer the question plainly, uh, how many boyfriends is too many boyfriends? 6.5. Okay. I like that. That's yeah. a solid question. Yeah. All right. Uh, that would be the end of our question segment. Okay. Uh, those were really fun questions. Thank you for sending them in. And now we move on to our next big segment. I'm very excited to announce it is Clark's Corner. Really bitch about Star Wars or obsessed about She-Hulk. We'll find out on Clark's Corner. Clark's Corner. All right. Uh, So, yeah, this is, uh, well, maybe you should uh, explain what Clark's Corner is. Clark's Corner is something I don't know about yet that will involve Clark's super nerdy bent and could be anything from 
comic books, movies, and TV, sports. Like, I don't know what's coming my way. Right. It's just a little time for Clark to be Clark. Exactly. And uh, with that time, I would like to talk about... LB, what? what's your favorite Thanksgiving movie? It might be Home for the Holidays. Okay. But Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Right. Is the is the usual standard go-to. Yes. Uh, I also love Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. It was directed by John Hughes, who yes, wrote uh, 16 amazing movies in the 80s. And he Including directed 16 Candles and uh, a bunch of others. And he directed seven of those movies. Uh, he wrote Planes, Trains, and Automobiles in, I think, 86 or 87, uh, based on a real story that happened to him, Ooh. where he was an advertising exec in his youth and was flying to New York and got transferred and split and sent to different places. And uh, so he kind of wrote the story in, like, I don't know, three or four days, really Ooh. quick. But did he have a John Candy? He, I don't know. If, I don't know if he had a John Candy, okay. but he certainly came up with the idea for these two guys that are traveling around. Gotcha. And he wrote a hundred and forty-five page script, which, if you don't know out there, uh, is exceedingly long for a mm. movie. That's easily about a two and a half hour script, and that's bare minimum. With John Hughes, there's tons of uh, monologues and stuff, so that's probably a three, four hour script. So when they finally cut the, the movie together, Steve Martin said there was about four and a half hours of footage mm. in that first cut. So here's my idea, and this what? is what I want to talk to you about because, you know, who knows? Maybe somebody's listening and they're ha they happen to be the cousins of the person that owns Paramount and mm. they can do something with this idea. So my idea is let's go back. Let's find the four and a half hour version of this movie. Let's go find the old uh, negatives to pull out any other clips that we might have missed. Uh -huh. Let's turn Planes, Trains, and Automobiles into a four week long mini series <gasps> where we see John Hughes's true vision of every single thing that could happen to Steve Martin and John Candy. They're all it's all filmed. He yeah. edited together a four hour version. I thought maybe, oh, the other thing is Elton John wrote a theme song for uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles really? that they never used. Dude. Nobody's ever heard. So you get him to come back. To, that'll be the opening theme for your uh, show. Yeah. You cut it up into maybe 30 to 45 minute segments because now it's streaming. You don't yeah. have to be a 30 or a 60. <laughs> and then I thought maybe if... If there were no natural breaks every 20 to 30 minutes, mm -hmm. maybe you could even record a new series, a new, uh, some new scenes with Steve Martin. Ah. Maybe he's traveling again now that he's old with his son and he's telling him about what happened. Oh. Maybe there's some way to add a little bit of kind of bookends to every I episode. Like that. But you make it. Uh, you and his son's name is Dell. Yeah, oh. I love that. How that would be amazing. Oh, I like that. So today's Clark's Corner is my plea so that somebody out there can hear this brilliant idea and get it made. I would really love uh, an eight to ten episode miniseries where you get to see every there are people that were cut out of that movie that you have no clue were in that movie yeah 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 uh uh, uh, Le uh what's his name uh not Eugene Lenny Levy? Squiggy uh uh oh, David Lander no no the other one Michael McKeon is in the movie wow there's a number of famous actors and actresses that are in that movie that got cut out 
So I think that would just be a really fun. You you air the first one on Thanksgiving and you run from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Yeah. And you could make it even a tradition every year. You run it, you know, that was weeks. But it's a Thanksgiving movie, right? It's a Thanksgiving movie. So you you run it from. But uh, it's holidays. It's snow. You run it from Halloween to Thanksgiving. You could do that, too. Yes. You could do that, too. Okay. I like this idea. And I think that we should go forward. (laughs) Okay. You're green lighting this idea. I'm sure. I'm sure. Steve Martin is listening. Sure, sure, sure. Um, he's a big fan of 90s Nickelodeon. <laughs> I'm sure. Of course. And also Very of well the known. Steve Harvey show. Right, yeah. He, is he probably, loves Steve Harvey. He's the real demographic for the Steve Harvey show. Sure, sure, sure. But I think that's a great idea. Isn't I mean, that, that a would just idea? like fill my heart to the brim to and see. Just think about how many amazing, touching, wonderful moments there are in that movie. Right? And now triple it. Oh there's God. supposed to be there's a scene that people have talked about that takes place at the end that was cut. Mm-hmm. So it, it, in the movie that's released that's out right now that you can watch on Blu-ray, it it uh, uh, Steve Martin finds John Candy in the train room or the bus station or something like that mm-hmm. at the very end, and he invites him to come to his house, and that's when uh, John After Candy re- figures reveals out that, that his yeah his wife, wife is, is dead. dead. So I guess there is a scene in between. Where Dell and Steve Martin, John Candy and Steve Martin, go to a diner, and he tells him, "No, this is kind of a thing that I do. I've done it a couple of years, where I kind of latch on to people that I meet, mm-hmm. and it just kind of happens during the holidays. And it, you were just so nice, I couldn't let go. Aww. And it just added another amazing layer of sentiment Aww. and coolness to this story. And I." I just would love to see this entire five-hour epic. Okay, that sounds amazing. Thank you. That sounds amazing. Thank you. Okay. All right. So <laughs> that was Clark's Corner. We'll never, it'll never get made, but uh, it's nice <laughs> to dream. dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, enough with my corner. It's time for the final question of okay. the day. Man, we are burning through. This is really good. Okay. We have a final question here, and I believe this is also a, a question that we received on our website, which is askgloriebeth.com. Uh, and this question is from Nate. Okay. Nate asks, Hi, Lori Beth. I have a problem, and I need bad advice. Mm-hmm. Members of my extended family found out about my secret private gay Facebook page oh. that I made so I could be myself online and not have family, family friends, or old acquaintances from high school commenting that I've changed or you're wrong. Here's an OAN article and yeah. junk like that. They're going to be pissed either way. But what can I do so they don't go complain to my parents? Also, not friends with that profile. And have a place where I can just be myself and not have to closet my dumb fart jokes and whatnot. Thanks. You're the best. Nate. Oh, my goodness. Nate. Uh, Nate. Nate. Um, I feel for you. Yeah. And what's interesting is I don't take from that. How do you get them to stop from telling your parents? I take from that. How do you let yourself be yourself online and not give a shit what other people think. Right. Cause that just sounds awful. I mean, I don't know. It's unclear if you're out to your family at all. Right. Or if they just, you're keeping it tamped down. Like, yes, I enjoy the company of men. Right. But, and first of all, I just think that fart jokes deserve 
you know, front and center stage of no course. matter what. Yeah. So the fact that you were like my gay fart jokes, like that's brilliant. We've got to fight for that. Exactly. If, there, if we don't fight for that, what do we fight for? Exactly. And uh, but the fact that you feel and I know you're giving us a picture of family, friends and old acquaintances who would be, you know, like, well, you know, this is a sinful life you've chosen. You know, if they're not going to get it, they're not going to get it. Right. Or they're going to refuse to get it or they can't bring themselves to get it. Right. But you've got to get it. Yeah. You're Nate. Yeah. You know, and a secret gay Facebook, you shouldn't feel like you have to hide. Right. You know, and the, the other answer, the other answer to your actual question is you can't keep them from telling your parents. Yeah. They probably already told your parents. Yeah. Whether your parents are you know, comfortable enough or not to talk to you. You know, you have no control over who saw it and who's going to see it and all that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, you could make it a private page, but I don't know how yeah, it works. You but could. that's not the point. I'm not saying yeah, you should yeah, make it yeah. a private page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I was just going to say the, the other thing that you could do, if you if if your goal here isn't to come out, if your goal here is to stay kind of closeted for a little bit longer, which is your decision, uh, I do have a couple of different friends who have uh, tested the uh, legitimate name uh, uh, rule on Facebook, right? Where instead of their actual name, they put, you know, Joey Two Nuts or whatever it is (laughs) where you just come up with a a fake name, right? You're six of four or whatever you want to call yourself. What it's just a a way for you to add a little bit of anonymity so that people can't search your name. Yeah. That might be a a suggestion if that's what you want to do. Yeah. And, and Clark is right. It's your choice whether to come out. It's, it's a different situation for everyone. Yes, it is. You know, it's not as simple as like, you've got to fight for the rights and be proud. It's like, no, based on, your family and your situation and you know what that could mean to you right that's up to you right but if you are out then be out yeah yeah if if your family knows that you're gay then they should be fine with your fart jokes and if they're not fuck off yes. you know hey yeah. block them on facebook yeah yeah first of all exactly but i'd i'd love to i'd love to hear back from you yeah because i think the takeaway from this you know like i said unless you are not out yet mm-hmm. is to find it within yourself to be yourself without regard for what you know some Gladys Kravitz neighbor that you had when you were growing up right. is going to tell your mom and dad. Yeah, exactly. You know, and to be more comfortable with yourself. Right. If that's something that you can do at this time. Yeah. Other than that, um you can do the name thing on Facebook. Yeah. You can block everyone you never want to see. And please feel free to take Joey Two Nuts. Joey Two Nuts is yours. Free yeah, of charge. it's totally yours. Excellent. <laughs> In fact, most people out there, uh, even if you're not gay, even if you don't tell fart jokes, please go on social media right now. <laughs> change your name to Joey Two Nuts. Uh-oh. There's going to be all different spellings. <laughs> J-O hyphen E, the number two N-U-T-Z. What, are, they, are they making a license plate? 
<laughs> well, no, because somebody's just going to be Joey Two Nuts. Uh, it's Joe. So, so then somebody multiple... has to be, yeah, like Joey underscore Two Nuts Six. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm also along with Steve Martin, actually with Steve Martin at Steve Martin's house is Mark Zuckerberg. Right. They listen together yeah. to this podcast specifically. But they only have one headphone. So they like, one of them is listening to one ear and then the other one is listening to the other and, ear. And then they drink uh, one milkshake with two straws. <laughs> They're cute as buttons. They are. It's adorable. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm sure Anyway, Mark sucks. Zuckerberg was, 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 is listening. Why oh, is yeah. He, so why he's he going to take exception to us telling oh. everyone to change their name to Joey Two Nuts. Yeah, now he's going to make Joey Two Nuts an, uh, uh, an illegal name to Exactly. Because oh, that's the problem with Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> His secret exactly. Joey Two Nuts. Exactly. Oh, well. Okay, Nate. Well. I hope that any of this helped. I hope that if the problem is you just feeling uncomfortable, if you are out already... If you're out, be out. Yeah. And and be happy. Be happy and be who you are. Yeah. That's uh that's very good advice. Thanks. All right. Well, I believe that's about it. We all have gone? wrapped up. We got all our questions answered. We've uh, done our little bit and uh we're about to wrap up. Have but a fun what time. about hibernation? <laughs> oh, yeah, we talked about hibernation, we too. We talked about hibernation as well. Yeah. God, your kid is so friggin' cute. He is, I and know. I'm so bummed out. I was on my Facebook, speaking of Facebook, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, back at you. Right. Um, on my memories recently was a picture of the first time I met Lex. Oh. He was a few months old. Okay, probably, yeah. And I was here. Maybe maybe even less. Uh, yeah, probably. But he was here, and he was here. He was at the house, yeah. oddly enough. He wasn't out. <laughs> no, I came over here to visit. We are at Clark's house right now yeah. because I realize nobody knows what here means. That's true. We were after we were Red Lobster. Earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I got to meet him and hold him and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And then you and uh, Karen needed to go buy some appliance right and i really just innocently yeah. and helpfully was like if you guys want to go i can stay with the baby and there was this look of shock yeah on on karen's face and she was like uh and i was like i'm sorry i didn't you know no 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 whatever you're comfortable with and she says no it's not that it's just that nobody else except mimi and papa has yeah. ever watched him that's exactly right So to this day and you in in all you know respect and the respect i felt you went to sears oh yeah and you left me at home and i took some selfies of me and the baby yeah. and one of those is what came up on uh, facebook so nice. and to this day i believe i am still outside grandma and grandpa or mimi and papa right i am lex's only babysitter you are if anything happened uh and there was a big explosion and everyone died except for lex you'd have to walk around with him like a, a samurai <laughs> You oh, dude! Like you know, like uh, a Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. This is going a little off the rails. Sure. But do you remember the time it was babysitting for Lex? Okay. And there's one room in Clark and Karen's house where we sit in couches, and there's a TV, and then there's another room that's kind of like a den hangout. And Lex went in there, and he's like playing on something. He's probably four at the time, okay. and I walk in, and there's 
a fire in the fireplace. Oh, right. There's a fire in the fireplace. Yes. And what you need to know about Clark's house is it's got all kinds of tricks and buttons and recording <laughs> you and, and you know, automated things. Right. I can just tell the lights to turn on. Yeah. And I, I mean, can, you know. There's, but there's all kinds of shit like that going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that you were fucking with me and that you had an electric <laughs> fire. I'm able to turn on my fireplace from on my your phone. phone. Yeah, of course. And so I'm like, Oh, okay. Which by the way, if there are uh, any inventors out there, what a brilliant idea. Right. Be able to turn on your fireplace from your phone. Okay, yeah, go a, ahead. It's go a ahead. great idea to turn your fireplace on when you're not home. <laughs> or when just your four year old son is sitting right by All right, okay. in a pile of uh, dried leaves. <laughs> but so that I'm like, oh, and but it was really nice that there was a fire going. Right. And then you came home from wherever you guys were. Right. And you go, Did you start a fire? And I go, <laughs> I thought you started the fire. <laughs> And you were like, no. And it turned out that you had had a fire the day before, the night before. I th I swear to God, I, I think I might be remembering this incorrectly, but I swear to God, it wasn't even the night before. It was like two nights before. I guess there somehow was still an ember or Something. whatever. And it just ignited itself. And both of us were like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. Really weird. And I, I'm not, the I, my house is not haunted I have a very nice, happy house. Yeah. Very good vibes in the house. It is. But that was just weird. Yeah, that was very weird. Yeah. Luckily, no one was hurt. And, uh, and you had a nice, pleasant fire. I did in the have fireplace. a nice, pleasant fire. Everyone it was. Cozy. Won. It was yeah. cozy. It was good. All, All right. right. Well, uh, <laughs> we, should, we should wrap up and stop uh, stop rambling on here about uh, ghost fires. Um, so, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say? Um, no, just thanks so much for listening. Yeah, we really appreciate all these new questions. Yes. Keep bringing them on. We love them. Uh, if you have questions, please send them to us at AskGloryBeth.com. You can hit us up on all the socials at AskGloryBeth, or just leave a message with your name and where you're from at 1-855-DENBERG. That's 1-855-D-E-N-B-E-R-G. Uh, and we will get back to you, and maybe you'll get on the podcast. Yes, a, a podcast that you should subscribe to. Yes, and tell your friends about. Tell oh, them to yeah. subscribe. Tell we, your, need, we need more subscribers. We have five listeners now. If each of you tells one friend, That's we double our audience. a lot of people. Exactly. I'm sure. I'll work on the calculations later. <laughs> um, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bad Advice stars Lori Beth Denberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth, or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com, or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374, and leave your question question there. Thanks for listening.